Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Fridays and planning big weekends uh, of activity and fun. Uh, we have got a lot to dive into here. So many different storylines to discuss, but we begin right off the top with a couple of different great offers. If you're watching me right now in the state of Virginia, fanduel.com slash clay guaranteed $50 bet win in Virginia. The Wizards are right now plus 70.5 points and the line continues to rise. You are going to be able to win a guaranteed $50 bet if you're in Virginia. The Wizards plus 70.5 on Sunday against Brooklyn. FanDuel.com slash Clay. And we are now nine days away from the Super Bowl. And if you are a new gambler right now, Tennessee, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, West Virginia, Colorado, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and the states of Virginia and Michigan, fanduel.com slash clay. A $5 bet will win you $275 if you are a new user. That's a 55 to 1 payout. All you have to do is pick the winner of Chiefs or Bucks at fanduel.com slash my name. C-L-A-Y The GameStop battle continues on the uh, on the internet. I am diving in here because I am fascinated to see what the latest price is uh, as we approach the close of the trading day um, and it is I think an incredible story with a lot of different twists and turns Uh, If you have not been uh, paying attention to this let's see what the price is right now as we are speaking. The stock is up $123 holding right about even uh, where it has been all day. Uh, Right now $125. It is uh, careening around like crazy. And so I wrote about this in the Outkick mailbag. If you want an in-depth analysis of what's going on with this story and why it's turned into such a fascinating battle The basic uh, disposition here is a lot of people who are hedge fund traders decided to short this stock because they believe that GameStop which is primarily a retail-based seller of video game and video game paraphernalia consoles whatnot was going to tank because if you're a video game player you know that many of these games are now purchased directly through the consumer to the person who makes the game through uh, the internet digitally as opposed to when I was a kid and you had to go out and buy the most recent game a physical copy of it my kids today buy digital copies of almost all of the games that they play I don't remember the last time we had a physical copy of a game like that. So what happens then is the thesis for the hedge fund investors is that GameStop because it is primarily a retail-based business is going to fail over the next several years because of all the expenses involved in having to run a retail business like GameStop. When you sell a stock short you gamble uh, that it is going to go down as opposed to rise. And when you sell a stock short if you go substantially underwater you have to buy and cover your short by the stock in order to deal with the fact that you have lost uh, on that bet so far. And essentially what has happened is all these individual investors many of whom are buying and selling stocks on a daily basis for entertainment have decided to all pour into GameStop and fuel a massive rise the likes of which frankly we really haven't seen 
in the world of investing in any kind of recent history. It reminds me a little bit of the dot-com craze but that wasn't anywhere near as wild as some of these individual stock runs are. So what ends up happening is the stock price is surging. Everybody's saying don't sell. Keep buying more. Keep buying more. It's going to continue to rise until at some point the bottom's going to fall out of the company because there is absolutely no basis to support the massive increase in valuation for the company. So the question is when is it going to stop rising? And also the second question is when is it going to start falling? You don't know exactly what the timing is going to be but you know how this story ends with many people holding shares in stock that are infinitely less valuable than what they paid for and there's going to be a lot of money lost here. There's already been a lot of money lost from hedge funds. And to me what this represents is a new version of the classic pump and dump scheme which used to be predicated on stock uh, brokers calling buying shares for pennies on the dollar and then calling on the phone and trying to convince other individual investors to buy those stocks while they were selling driving up the price and then they're out and the bag holders are left realizing that what they have purchased has minimal value if at all. So the question here is we know that the plane is up in the air. The plane is up in the air it's flying but eventually it's going to run out of fuel. What is this landing going to look like? Is there going to be a crash landing? How much money is going to be lost? And does the Securities and Exchange Commission have any ability to look into what's going on and try to stop uh, situations such as these which are going to end up costing a lot of people a lot of money. Now larger context GameStop is another challenge for tech and I would connect it to what's going on in the marketplace of ideas at sites like Facebook and sites like Twitter where Donald Trump has been forced off of all these platforms and they have been banning people on top of that. What does that represent? A curtailment of the marketplace of ideas. Similarly uh, apps like Robinhood which are very popular with small investors they are now not allowing people to buy and sell certain shares in certain stocks. And so you have the financial marketplace being curtailed at the same time that you have the marketplace of ideas being restricted and both of these are connected in my mind to the overall power and influence of big tech. I don't know what the reconciliation is ultimately going to be and or how many other game stops there are going to be where people are all banding together and buying stocks. What I do know is that ultimately market-based reality returns even in the most insane of the uh, manias and the frenzies and the hysterias where a lot of people are buying stocks and have no idea what those stocks represent or certainly why there's any value at all. Again, it reminds me a bit for those of you who are uh, younger reminds me a bit of the dot-com craze which happened while I was in college and high school. Everybody was making money hand over fist and then suddenly the music stopped playing and there were a lot of people left who lost an absolute ton of money and I think that's what's going to end up happening before all is said and done with GameStop because ultimately valuations have to be pegged to a market reality. It's important to recognize the hedge fund guys who are shorting have a theory of the case, right? They have a reason why they are making the decision that they are to short the GameStop stock. 
the people who are buying game stock and driving it all the way up to a $25 billion market cap valuation are effectively just short squeezing the big hedge funds that have been shorting GameStop and there may be some value there initially but it's way past where the reality is represented now. So I think the question that is out there and, uh, and frankly I think it's a good one is when does some modicum of sanity return to the valuation of GameStop and who is left spending a lot of money on this stock losing a ton in the process I think this deserves to be a, a, a television series. I think this deserves to be a movie. Uh, and uh, I wonder in general who are the people who are organizing these uh, rallies in stocks which are not supported by any kind of objective measure and will they potentially have any FCC, uh, SEC regulations that they have to worry about running afoul of. I think it's going to be uh, intriguing to see but it reminds me again of the dot-com boom when a lot of people were making a lot of money with no idea what was actually going on. And the wild thing by the way about the dot-com boom was many of the most wildly optimistic projections out there in the world of the internet and what it was going to mean going forward have been validated because there are a lot of people out there that have been uh, that, that were right about the internet. The, the value of these companies just got way out of whack even with the internet fundamentally changing the way that American life exists which I think is certainly true as well. Alright, I am hopping in a car tomorrow driving up to Knoxville to go watch a basketball game my first of the year. I'm going to go watch Kansas play against Tennessee in the Big 12 versus the SEC showdown. Uh, should be a lot of fun if you are in Knoxville if you're a student uh, I'll probably run into a, a bunch of you uh, over the weekend. I'm driving up tomorrow we'll be out and about on Saturday for the game and beyond so uh, I'm curious to see what the line is actually going to end up being uh, but I am looking forward to seeing that Kansas-Tennessee battle tomorrow in Knoxville. I don't know if you saw this I tweeted it out uh, but I think it's representative of the larger issues at play with CNN not being in any way remotely honest. Uh, CNN has a headline right now Andrew Cuomo's COVID-19 performance may have been less stellar than it seemed. Uh, I'll hold that up. I don't know if you can zoom in. You can grab this for the, uh, the discussion. Uh, that is uh, from CNN which has spent uh, basically a year telling us that Andrew Cuomo did a remarkable job as the governor of New York when the reality is for anyone who was actually willing to look at the data Andrew Cuomo actually did the worst job in the world dealing with COVID and yesterday news came out that the death toll in nursing homes was 50% higher than reported and recorded because Andrew Cuomo sent nursing home patients who were infected with COVID back into the nursing home where then the virus spread like wildfire. Uh, he did that because he bought into ideas that hospitals were going to be overrun. It didn't end up happening uh, and as a result New York and New Jersey and Massachusetts and Connecticut and Michigan and all of those states that Pennsylvania followed Andrew Cuomo's lead ended up with massively higher death rates than were necessary in order to uh, in order to actually handle COVID. So even people who read and watch CNN now are starting to realize that they have been lied to 
about the fact that Andrew Cuomo was some sort of COVID savior. The man wrote a book about how well his state did responding to COVID. They're still dealing with a high rate of infection in COVID higher than almost all the states in the country and they have the worst death rate in terms of numbers I believe uh, other than New Jersey of anywhere in the entire world. Andrew Cuomo far from being again the CNN headline which is, uh, which is utterly ridiculous. Let me read it for you one more time. Andrew Cuomo's COVID-19 performance may have been less stellar than it seemed. That is from CNN and uh, I said also the Titanic's maiden voyage may have been less stellar than it seemed as well. Uh, just ridiculousness from CNN on Cuomo. Uh, Deshaun Watson the Texans have officially announced their new coach the coaching staff surrounding him they are saying they expect him to be back this could turn into an epic battle royale because the Texans have a lot of advantages in this negotiation because they've already got him under contract so if Deshaun Watson doesn't actually end up agreeing to play for the Houston Texans then I guess he can retire I guess he can sit out for a year But there aren't a lot of options in the Deshaun Watson camp. And I told you yesterday that the Texans haven't been that bad. Six times to the playoffs in the last 10 years. Two out of three years that Deshaun Watson has been healthy they've been to the playoffs. They've won games in four of the years that they have gone to the playoffs which is one of the eight best performing teams in the past decade. Top 75% for the Houston Texans. They are tied for the fifth most playoff appearances Uh, in all of the NFL. If this were the Lions or if this were the Bengals I'd sit around and say Deshaun Watson you got a pretty good case. I don't think he has a very good case at all here. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger on on track for a massive I think it was like a $41 million contract next year has announced that he's willing to take a pay cut in order to return to the Steelers so it doesn't seem like Big Ben is going to retire. But for Steeler fans out there the AFC North is arguably becoming one of the most challenging divisions in all of football because and maybe even the best in the AFC you've got three really young quarterbacks Joe Burrow with Cincinnati hopefully he comes off of the knee injury well Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson are the other three quarterbacks right now in the AFC North and Baker and Lamar both got their first first playoff wins this year And so I don't know what the long-range future of the Pittsburgh Steelers is going to be but I question whether Ben Roethlisberger is ever going to win another division title in the AFC North because I think these other teams are on the upswing while the Steelers are on the downswing. Uh, Jared Goff I think his tenure in LA is over. Uh, If you heard the comments from GM Les Snead it basically sounds like Sean McVay is finished with him Uh, I I will be uh, interested to see who potentially is willing to trade if anybody is for Jared Goff whether they might cut him and just go ahead and wear that awful contract $100 million contract that they signed him to. Uh, It is going to be a story that is definitely worth following going forward among many of the NFL head coaching jobs Jared Goff sorry uh, starting quarterback jobs Jared Goff looks like he might be on his way out. Uh, you don't want to be on your way out. You want to be as productive and efficient as you possibly can be. How do you do that with the right chair? If you go right now to xchairclay.com you can find the best chair for supporting your back the best chair for allowing you to work as many hours as possible as efficiently as possible. Trust me I've sat in chairs my entire life 
And do you know how many have been as comfortable as the X-Chair? Zero. That's why I'm telling you to go get your own chair today at xchairclay.com That's xchairclay.com Get hooked up right now. Become as productive as you possibly can be with great ergonomic support with comfortable chairs can come great, great uh, ability to get work done. You're only as good as your comfort especially with so many people now working from home. Go to xchairclay.com and get hooked up right now. Uh, John Chaney, 89 years old. He died today. Uh, And as a kid in college, I went to George Washington University and Temple and John Chaney came uh, to our gym to play against GW all the time. The Temple Owls were one of the best teams in the A-10. I watched John Chaney coach a ton of games over the years. And what I will remember the most is just how loud he was when he would get fired up and yelling and going after his team. Tremendous success level. I don't believe Temple ever made it past the Elite Eight under John Chaney's tutelage but they were a revelation uh, for the amount of time that he spent there and for the quality of player that he had. A lot of people remember when he nearly got into it with John Calipari when Calipari was at UMass and, and Chaney was at Temple. That's probably probably the best moment in A-10 history frankly when John Chaney threatened to kill John Calipari during a press conference they later became friends uh, and uh, John Chaney at 89 years old one of the great icons of college athletics he was a lot of fun to watch at Temple I wish he and his family well Uh, finally all the states are opening back up as you've well seen Uh, Andrew uh, Andrew Cuomo is now allowing 25% capacity for indoor dining in New York City and other New York restaurants California is now allowing outdoor dining as it's a warmer state right now uh, but proving that they cannot leave behind the nanny state absurdities. California has banned TVs for outdoor dining. Uh, So you can't even turn on a television outdoors if you are a bar or a restaurant. I don't know where they're coming up with these rules. They're nonsensical. They make virtually zero sense. In fact, they do make zero sense. Uh, Gavin Newsom is worried about being recalled and so he's starting to open up his state now that, uh, now that Joe Biden has been inaugurated. But none of this makes any sense. And the people who are screaming follow the science are oftentimes following the science the least. California, outdoor dining is back on but don't you dare look up at a television or turn one on if you own a bar or restaurant. This is nonsensical and everybody out there knows it. I hope all of you Have fantastic weekends. Go get your bets in in Virginia. Free $50 bet win for the entire state of Virginia at fanduel.com slash clay. Wizards now plus over 70 points against Brooklyn on Sunday. Uh, And go get your 55 to 1 bets in for brand new users at fanduel.com slash clay. Hope to see some of you up in Knoxville as I'm headed up for the Kansas and the Tennessee game. This has been Outkick the Show. DBAP, unless you need to ask BAP.